Hello, everybody. This is Barry Feeker, Executive Director of Our Community, Our Mission. It is the 21st of July. Yes, it is. Tuesday and uh, moving fast. Uh, we are we are plowing through. Marion Crable, welcome this morning. Thank you. Nice Mar- to be here. Marion is our Director of Supportive Services. Kim Turley, Director of Volunteers, Events, and the Media. Welcome this morning. Hello. Yeah, so... We're going to take a deep dive today. Oh, great. Um, you know, this, this, this uh, broadcast is uh, across the entire globe. We don't know if anybody's listening across <laughs> the entire globe, but they can because it's internet and it's on apps and all kinds of things. So we can take some deep dives. But before we go there, just a few updates in regards to what's happening at the rescue mission in regards to Operation Food Secure. Miriam, tell oh, us a little more about that. It's just going gangbusters. I mean... I don't know that we can grow as fast as what we could uh, related to the need, mm-hmm. you know, but partners are coming on board. We're hearing about places that really need these services that really need the food. And so it's just been an incredible blessing. Um, you know, we're expanding in terms of what we're going to be able to do here. So there's concrete they're flying cutting, everywhere yeah, yeah. and there's this and that. There's just all kinds of stuff going on. It's it's fabulous. So we can get ready for... Yeah, to put in a big cooler and a freezer so that we can actually store more space right. versus having to use the very generous donations from Reesers and U.S. Foods and Mars who have so generously given us those refrigerated trailers. So grateful for those oh, companies. Oh, it's unbelievable. And uh, our team and volunteers who are coming. Yeah. And, it's just, and how many food boxes so far average per week right now? You know, it's somewhere between 2,500 and 3,000. 3, a, a week that are going out. And yes. this isn't items of food. These are boxes of food These that are, are going out to... Tw- about 22-pound boxes of food. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And this is a program called Farmers to Families. Yes. Uh, part of the USDA that uh, they contacted us and some other organizations did to say, can you right. help get food to people who can't get food um, that can't maybe necessarily get to a drive through line like right. at our distribution center or a harvester's drop or something right. like that. And um, we said yes, uh, because well, that's part of our mission here is to feed the hungry and well, to sure. shelter the homeless. And it's also helping farmers, right, yes. who yeah. have lost some of their market because of schools not being opened, hotels, events right. not happening, all of that kind of thing. So it's it's helping the farmers. It's decreasing food waste. And it's helping hungry people have things to eat. What a joy it is. Yeah. I mean, we appreciate those trailers, but today it was raining, and uh, yesterday it was raining, and uh, everybody's outside. And, <laughs> and it was uh, raining. And it was raining. And so when we can get insides, uh, you know, especially come this winter, yes, when there's still going to be hunger that's going right. on. Uh, we hit an all-time high here a few weeks ago of 51 million unemployed in America. Unbelievable. Uh, that number's come down mm-hmm. a little bit, but still, um, now the moratoriums on uh, rents and, and uh, utilities and those kind of things where people didn't have to pay, now they're going to have to pay. They're going to have to make agreements. Even FRG here and Kansas Gas are now sending out notices. Yes. Uh, so there's going to be greater needs. People are going to have to make some decisions if they have any income at all. Are we going to spend it on food? Or are we going to spend it on keeping our utilities going, keeping our rent paid, right. whatever the case might be? And if we can help offset some of that, keep people housed mm-hmm. uh, by helping with food mm-hmm. when they have those critical decisions. And some people won't even have the decision to make it all because they're totally without income. Right. Because some of the unemployment benefits that Congress had passed, those extensions are ending in August, I believe it yes. is. And so all that said, you know, for many people in our country, there's been this 2020 – Nightmare. Mm-hmm. 
there has been, um, you know, there were 5.8 million unemployed of December of 2019. Uh, July of 2020, 51 million. That's over 700% increase, something like that, um, in the number of unemployed in our country. And the residual effects of that have created a lot of hopelessness. Kim, we were talking with you a little bit Mm -hmm. earlier here about uh, the feel that people have. Mm -hmm. And what is that feeling that many people do have? I mean, I feel like there's kind of different groups of people, but I mean, I feel like there's a sense of people feeling that they're being left behind or, you know, where's God right now? Like the sense of there's no, they're not getting peace. They feel like they're not hearing from God. Um, And also just the feeling of, um, I mean, what is his plan? Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously no one knows what that is. Obviously people have their speculations and everyone in each century, I feel like has had those big things and, you know, it's just like that question as Christians is like, God, what are you doing right now? Like, what is your plan? And I mean, and we just don't know. And we just, as Christians, it's just keep praying and seeking him. And But yeah, it's just that big question right now. You know, in the Great Depression, there were people who were on the streets, uh, standing in soup lines. We see pictures of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there were people that were not that bad off. They were getting by. And there were people that were doing very well. Uh, same thing right now in America and around the world. There are people who are doing pretty good, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, there's been some adjustments, but they're still um, paying the rent, taking a trip if they are brave enough, uh, you know, <laughs> to go somewhere. And there's people who are doing somewhat okay, and there's people not doing well at all. Mm-hmm. And we're all on the same planet. Mm-hmm. We're all in the same communities where we've always been. Um, and the question then is when you're not doing well or – you're doing very bad. Mm-hmm. Where's God? Just like you said. And we're going to take this deep dive today. <laughs> and uh, those of you who uh, would like to look in your Bibles, if you would uh, look in the book of Second Corinthians, chapter 1, verses 3 through 7. And uh, we can't unpack all this today, but um, there are some really powerful words here that uh, came from the Apostle Paul in regards to God and Jesus and suffering and um, also comfort. And so Second uh, Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 7 out of the New International Version says this, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. And we can say that, but do we mean it? Have we experienced it? And a lot of people haven't. You know, they haven't. But this is what Paul says in his relationship with Christ and being a a vehicle of instrument of the Holy Spirit to write these words. Again, praise be to God and and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of all compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles. Not just some, but all. So that we, those of us who our believers, those who follow Christ, can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. So there's kind of a reason that some of us are doing okay. And it's not just because God likes us better. It's not because we have done something better. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. Operation Food Secure, people out helping. They're getting rained on. Okay, so it comes down on everyone And it's not just so that God loves some people more than others. He is no respecter of persons, the Scripture says. He loves the whole world. 
But there are those who are going to suffer for different reasons or beyond our comprehension. There are going to be those who are not suffering in this present season. But there's a purpose in this so that we can comfort others. Mm -hmm. What does that say to you, Miriam? You know, that... Barry, that's really interesting to me because, you know, I know that I need to be able to comfort others, right? And it it comes sort of naturally. You know, you see somebody who's sad or you see somebody that um, is hungry and you want to do something for them. But what I'm wondering about what you just read is, is that really what comfort means? Is, is addressing what the, What's easy for me to do, right? It's relatively easy for me to give somebody a hug and say, I'm so sorry, or to give somebody a box of food and say, I really hope this helps. But something that was said earlier, too, is that those things will come back the moment we walk away. So do I really understand what that word comfort means? Like what my responsibility is in that, what my role is? in that comfort that you're talking about. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's go on. Okay. So Great. In, in the next verse, it says, for just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ. So it's, do we really share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ? Do we, mm. do we really share with each other? Yes. If I'm suffering over here, I really may appreciate somebody suffering with me. But do we do that? Paul was saying to the body of Christ, that's what we're supposed to do. Not just say, well, I feel sorry for you. I hope things get better. You know, we have this thing that uh, we're all guilty of, isn't that somebody throws out a um, uh, a prayer request or a, a situation, and uh, and oftentimes it's done through texting now, and everybody responds, praying, 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 mm-hmm. praying, praying. Sounds like a ping pong match. Mm-hmm. Praying, praying, praying. Okay, that's good that people are praying, if they in fact are. Is that where it stops? Is that where it's a one-off? It's like, how are you? Fine. How are you? Fine. Fine. Mm-hmm. How are you? Fine. You're not fine. How are you? Right. Fine. Mm-hmm. Right. How are you? I'm not fine. Oh, I didn't want to hear that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pray for you. Yeah, that's right. I'll pray for you. <laughs> exactly. And nothing to undermine the value of prayer. No, not at uh, all. But what is suffering? Mm-hmm. What is suffering? For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it goes on to say, if we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If I'm distressed, Miriam, mm-hmm. it's for your comfort and salvation. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that's the deep part that we won't have time to totally unpack that here mm-hmm. today. Well, and what does that actually mean, Barry? What, what does that that's mean? That's why I say we don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean to you? I mean, when you hear that, that your distress is for me. Yeah. So... If we look and emulate God mm-hmm. and who is holy and who is all-powerful and all-knowing and all-everything, he's all-eternal, in order for me to be saved, he suffered. Mm-hmm. He suffered by giving his only son, Jesus Christ, to not just die on a cross, but to take all of my sins, all of my faults, all of my whatever that could not stand before a holy God and die on a cross, but also own my problem, Mm -hmm. suffered for me. Mm -hmm. So the emulation or the representation is that in my sufferings, in my care for you, 
in others that's demonstrated through suffering. It is for your comfort, but it's also to give you a picture of the comfort that God wants to extend. Right. And the salvation. That's about as deep as I can go with that. Well, that's pretty, that's, that's pretty far down there. Yeah, that's pretty deep. And there's some theologians out here, I'm sure, listening on a global basis that probably will take issue with that to some degree. But that's as I understand it, yeah. is that we are representatives of Christ. We are ambassadors of Christ. And that's not meaning that we go around with a cross hanging around our neck that's pretty and shiny that says Jesus saves and be all happy about it and say, you know, if you do it my way, you're going to have prosperity, peace, and everything's going to work out okay. But I am really willing to suffer with you. I'm willing to walk alongside you. Yes. Not just bring you things and walk away, but walk alongside you. Really hear and embrace in some ways the suffering that you have. Yeah. 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 That's a little scary, honestly, you know, because that, that puts us or me, I'll just refer to myself here, that puts me at risk in some ways. Definitely. And that can be that can be overwhelming and scary to put myself at risk by taking on or even remotely at some level understanding the pain that someone else is experiencing or the suffering that they're experiencing because it means I have to kind of take away this whitewashed world that I might live in or how I see the world. Um, and, and that's a risk. And that is, you're exactly right. It's a risk. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is all a risk, but here's the good news in this scripture. Again, we'll read that part. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. Mm -hmm. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort. So in other words, we bring people along in our comfort. So we're suffering with them. We're walking alongside them. And if we receive comfort, it is for their comfort. It's a sharing of our comfort. Mm -hmm. A sharing of our food, a sharing of our resources, a sharing of our love, which produces in you, the one who's been suffering, patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. Okay, now there is a economy that God has created that we don't suffer alone. Right. You know, it's just not like, oh, well, I hope God sees my suffering. I hope you pray, 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 pray for me. No, we suffer with others. And so we take food secure and we operate in food secure and we take food to people. That is a temporary comfort. But if we're going to see transformation the way that God has called the church to see transformation, we're going to be not just leaving food, but we're going to be having relationship Mm -hmm. of comfort through our suffering with other people who are there. Mm -hmm. That goes beyond refrigerators and freezers and trucks and food boxes. Yes, it does. We're leaving a piece of ourselves. If we do this well, we're leaving a piece of ourselves with them. And we go back mm-hmm. and suffer with them. Right. True compassion means to suffer with someone. It's not a desire to alleviate someone's suffering. That's a very shallow version of compassion. But genuine compassion in the Latin is passion. Calm means to come alongside. Passion means to suffer. Suffer with someone. Mm-hmm. You go right alongside and suffer with them. Mm-hmm. And that's what we fail to do mm-hmm. um, in the church. That's what we've failed to do in the world. And so we're very plastic about this walk, but God's serious about it. Right. And then Paul goes on to say, and, and ends this uh, in verse seven, and our hope for you is firm. Hmm. Our hope for you is firm. Our hope, he didn't say our hope for you is hope. So 
It's firm. Mm -hmm. It's a no-so. Because we know (laughs) that just as you share in our suffering, so also you share in our comfort. So God has created something here that is incredibly important for us to understand. If we're going to receive hope and to receive comfort and we're going to receive joy, this is not us and them. It's not black and white, brown. It's not poor and those who are of wealth. It is not people who have this doctrine or that doctrine. It is people who truly are humbling ourselves under God and saying, praise be to you, God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our times of trouble. Mm -hmm. world's in trouble right now. Kim, you work with a lot of volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you can take this message to them now and really help them to understand why they're doing this? <laughs> Tell them to come out and listen to it. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think when I'm talking to my volunteers, a lot of my volunteers are examples of this. They're mm-hmm. suffering themselves, but they're still coming out to show, mm-hmm. to give. I mean, a lot of them are. like They're coming here. Because one, they love to be around the guests. They love to be around the staff. It it builds them up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they take what they have and go back to their community, their their surroundings, whether it be their family, the church body, things like that. I mean, I mean, my, the volunteers that come in blow me away. Um, whether it be they come in through community service um, because of being forced to volunteer, or they come because they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a broad range of them but they blow me away about how much when I get to talking with them and things like that like their heart is to serve those in need mm-hmm. um, and a lot of them have some really big stories that come along with it too so and some of your volunteers are guests of the rescue mission it's true um, yep. as well and people who receive assistance from the mission and those kind of things what's awesome is there's a plan that God has made mm-hmm. if we will look at who he is and his ability to help and step down in the form of a human being Mm -hmm. to be able to relate to us, to share in our sufferings, to share in our comfort. Our comfort can be very temporary here, Mm -hmm. but there is an eternal comfort that is ahead for those who are in Christ Mm -hmm. to be able to bring us together. And all we can do today is to say, am I willing not only to share in the comfort of God, Mm -hmm. but also in the sufferings? Mm that this world produces so that we can emulate be an example of Christ so yes. that others may come to know him. Yes. Yes. Wow. That's a little deep. Yes. Takes our operation food secure, sheltering the homeless, feeding the hungry, bringing comfort to people to a whole nother level. Right. We just thank you so much for being a part of our community, our mission, and thank you for taking time to listen to the deep dive today. But Josh, maybe that's what we'll call it, the deep dive. And uh, and uh, for being of uh, support in so many ways to the rescue mission. And do thank you for praying for us. And we know you really do mean it. And thank you for giving. If you're interested in helping out the Topeka Rescue Mission or learning more, you can go to the website at trmonline.org, trmonline.org. Uh, you can give there, learn more. Also, you can text to give. Text uh, TRM Give to 77977. TRM Give to 77977. Thank you for sharing in our comfort. God bless.